listening to IUPR Bible Podcast with your host, the Apostle Reuben, teaching the people the Bible, podcasting out of Little Rock, Arkansas. All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters, on this Sabbath. I am your host, the Apostle Reuben, podcasting out of Little Rock, Arkansas. To those that seek the truth. So, brothers and sisters, in this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about the inward, outward Jew, or the outward, inward Jew, the circumcision of the heart. The circumcision of the heart. I want to open up in Romans chapter 2, verse 17, because before we get out into the meat, that's around verses 28 and 29. We got to see the things that are hidden in these Sunday churches. Romans 2 verse 17 says, Behold, thou art called a Jew, and restest in the law, and makest thy boast of God. So, you know, the title of the book is Romans, as you see on the screen. In this verse, it says, Behold, thou art called a Jew, and restest in the law, and makest thy boast of God. Now, what I want to do is I want to stop right there. I want to go to the book of John, chapter 18. Now, this is verse 35 now this is Pilate Pilate answered am I a Jew thine own nation and the chief priest have delivered thee unto me what hast thou done now what I wanted you to see was am I a Jew thine own nation so Romans wasn't calling themselves Jews you get these slick pastors out here they say oh well you know they were calling themselves Jews because it was the it was the circumcision of the heart. No, let's look at what the Bible says. The Romans were not calling themselves Jews. They were two different nations. So let's get Acts. Let's get the book of Acts. I'm going to go to the 18th chapter and read the first verse. After these things, Paul departed from Athens, Greece, the city of Greece, and came to Corinth, another city of Greece. And found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately come up from Italy. Rome's in Italy. Hmm. With his wife Priscilla, because that Claudius had commanded all Jews to depart from Rome and came unto them. So, there were Jews living in Rome. 
they're Jews living in Rome. So let's keep it up. Let's keep on moving. Let's look at the book of Acts chapter 22. I just want to get straight to the point. Verse 3. I am verily a man which am a Jew. So Paul's calling himself a Jew. Born in Tarsus, a city in Cilicia, yet brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel and taught according to the perfect manner of the law of the fathers and was zealous toward God as ye all are this day. This verse, Paul says he's a Jew, but let's drop down to verse, I got a lot to cover, 24 and 25. So we're going to start next, 22, verse 24. The chief captain commanded him to be brought into the castle and bade that he should be examined by scourging, that he might know wherefore they cried so against him. Watch this, verse 25. And as they bound him with thongs, Paul said unto the centurion that stood by, Is it lawful for you to scourge a man that is a Roman and uncondemned? Now, back in verse 3, back in verse 3, first few words, I am a man I am verily a man which am a Jew born in Tarsus a city in Cilicia but okay when you go back to verse 25 and as they bound him with thongs Paul said unto the satyrion that stood by is it lawful for you to scourge a man that is a Roman and uncondemned unjudged Paul says he's a Roman. But Paul was a Jew that had citizenship in Rome. Freeborn. I'm not going to go into that real deep, but I'm showing you, brothers and sisters, that when you read the book of Romans always remember that he is talking to the Jews that are in Rome not all the Romans the Jews that are in Rome let's get that straight I'm going very slow Romans 2 verse 17 Behold thou art called a Jew and restest in the law and maketh thy boast of God and knoweth his will and approveth the things that are more excellent being instructed out of the law. So the will is in the law just like it says in Psalms 40 verse 8. The will of God is in the law. can't get any clearer than Paul made it there. We can't. Verse 19. Thou art confident that thou thyself 
are a guide to the blind, a light of them which are in darkness, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes, which has the form of knowledge and of the truth in the law. So his will is in the law, and his truth is the law. But I want you to look at verse 21. Thou therefore which teachest another, teachest thou not thyself? Thou that preachest a man should not steal, dost thou steal? So, if they're proclaiming something, Paul is saying, are you doing the same thing? Basically, this is what, when you go back to look at book of James chapter 4 verse 11 I just wanted to read this real quick it says speak not evil one of another brethren he that speaketh evil of his brother and judge, judgeth his brother speaketh evil of the law and judgeth the law but if <clears throat> excuse me but if thou judge the law Thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. See, this is what Paul is talking about. This is what Paul was talking about when we talk about the book of Romans, chapter 2. Let's get back there. Romans, chapter 2, again, verse 21. Thou therefore which teachest another, teachest thou not thyself? Thou that preachest a man should not steal, dost thou steal? So, getting a better understanding, if they're judging someone of a crime and they're committing the crime themselves, then what good is... Just, let's drop on down. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Verse 22. Thou that saith a man should not commit adultery, dost thou commit adultery? That, I mean, thou that abhorrest idols, that hate idols, dost thou commit sacrilege? Do you not honor those idols you hate? Thou that makest thy boast of the law, through breaking the law, dishonorest thou God? So he's saying, thou that makest thy boast of the law, that's what you Jews have, the boast of the law. But through breaking the law, dishonor your God at the same time. You, Paul is saying something that's working down to this. Verse 24. For the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles through you as it is written. Here's what we want to get to from verses 25 through 29. This is what we want to get to. This is going to take a major part of the podcast because what I wanted you to see, brothers and sisters, is that Paul is writing to the Jews in Rome. 
read that in verse 17. We went back to John 18, verse 35, where it said that, uh, well, Pontius Pilate said, Am I a Jew, thine own nation, has brought you before him? What hast thou done? So Romans were not going around calling themselves Jews. We went from Romans 2 verse 17 to verse where we're at now. But I wanted you to see none of this besides the word Gentiles, none of this Remember, Gentiles is a word, but I'm going to, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to go too deep. I'm just going to hit a line or two of that Gentiles in this podcast, because I don't want to take away anything from my uh, future podcast coming up called the Gentiles. Now let's look at what Paul is writing in verse 25. He says, for circumcision verily profiteth, if thou keepest the law. Now, Paul is telling him, circumcision profits if you keep the law. But if thou be a breaker of the law, thy circumcision is made uncircumcision. Thou uncircumcision, thou uncircumcision comes from breaking the law. So when you break the law, your heart is in uncircumcision, sin. We notice that first. Because when we go compare circumcision to uncircumcision by the scriptures, we're going to get a better understanding. Remember, Paul's writing to the the Romans that were Jews. I should say Roman citizens, the Jews, that which were Roman citizens, knew that the Jews would either have known where he was going with this or as the parables of Christ, they wouldn't have a clue. Like these ministers today, Remember this, brothers and sisters. Circumcision is made uncircumcision. So breaking the law would make the heart of that man uncircumcised. Let's go back to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 4. I'm going to show you. Watch this. Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 3. For thus saith the Lord to the men of Judah, Judah, and Jerusalem, the men of Judah. Jew is short for Judah. Break up your fallow grounds and sow not among thorns. Circumcise yourselves unto the Lord. 
take away the foreskins of your heart. Heart. Ye men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, lest my fury come forth like fire and burn that none quench, none can quench it because of the evil of your doings. See, I want you to notice, because verse 29 is going to be, I'm going to come right back over to Jeremiah as we go in progress. Once we make it down to verse uh, 29, which is the key verse. 28 and 29 together, but 29 is mostly the key verse. So the Lord is asking Israel or the men of Judah to circumcise their hearts. This, this, this had, that had nothing to do with the outer foreskin. It was the heart. Jeremiah 6 verse 10. To whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Behold, their ear, ear, is uncircumcised in sin. When you break the law, the circumcision becomes uncircumcision. Behold, their ear is uncircumcised, not flesh, like commanded in Leviticus chapter 12, of the, uh, of the separating of the foreskin from the, you know, heart. We're talking about the heart removing the foreskin, removing the blinder off the eye so they could see clearly. And they cannot hearken. Behold, the word of the Lord, which is the law of the Lord, is unto them a reproach. They have no delight in it. So they have no delight in the law, which makes them uncircumcised. This is the second. You, you're going to see, brothers and sisters, this is one of two times you're going to see that the Jews are uncircumcised in heart. Watch this. Let's stay in Jeremiah. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 9, verse 25. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will punish all them which are circumcised with the uncircumcised. Egypt and Judah and Edom and the children of Ammon and Moab and all that are in the uttermost corners or the utmost corners that dwell in the wilderness. For all these nations are uncircumcised. But watch this. And all the house of Israel is uncircumcised in the heart. See, these, see, God said that the children of Judah was in that list with Egypt, Edom, the children of Ammon, Moab, and, and uh, Ammon and Moab, in the uttermost or the utmost corners. God called them uncircumcised, but he called the house of Israel, the whole house, uncircumcised in the heart. 
Okay. So we see three chapters, three verses talking about being uncircumcised in the heart. I just wanted you to see that. Uncircumcised, whether you say it's uncircumcised or uncircumcision, it's still the same thing. So when we go back to Romans 2, verse 25 again, for circumcision verily profiteth, if thou keep the law. But if thou be a breaker of the law, thy circumcision, what you your circumcision, your fleshly circumcision that you have as on the outer, you're gonna see this, is made uncircumcision. No matter if you are a Jew or not, you're still in sin. You're still in sin. But watch this. Therefore, if the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the law, shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision. Wait a minute. Now he just said that up in verse 25 that circumcision profiteth but if thou keep the law but if you break it your circumcision your image is you're still uncircumcised you're still in sin but now he goes back and says in verse 26 therefore if the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the law who were the uncircumcised Decision Paul is talking about. Because we got a problem now. See, we're reading scripture that tells us that the men of Judah, three times in Jeremiah, were uncircumcised. One said, verse 4 said to circumcise, which means, you know, when you read. Uh, four verse uh, Jeremiah four verse four when it says circumcise yourselves unto the Lord take away therefore the foreskin of the heart that's what we read just quoting that so when we look at this as Paul is writing it he's saying these that are circum uncircumcised these that are uncircumcised the uncircumcision which here is the conflict are they the Jews are they all nations we read three chapters three verses that says that they were the uncircumcised in heart so if they're circumcised in heart they're also uncircumcised in body So it makes sense for the Pharisee to we'll go over it. It's found in Matthew 23 verse 15. We're going to go over that. I'm going to read this verse one more time and we're going to proceed forward. Therefore, if the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the law, shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision? So let's look at this clearly. 
I'm going to go back. I want to go to the book of Leviticus because I'm going to prove this real quick. The book of Leviticus is coming up on the screen. Chapter 26, verse 38. It says, and ye shall perish among the heathen, and the land of your enemies shall eat you up. And they that are left of you shall pine away in their iniquity. In your enemies' lands, and also in the iniquities of their fathers shall they pine away with them. Watch, watch, watch this. Verse 40. If they shall confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their fathers, it is found in Malachi 4. I think verses 6, 4 through 6, one of them. Bringing the heart to the father, bringing the children's, uh, uh, bringing the heart of the father to the children. with their trespass which they trespassed against me and that they also and and that also they have walked contrary to me so we walking against God and that I also have walked contrary unto them and have brought them into the land of their enemies that's when we walk in contract <laughs> when we walk contrary to each other Israel is going into tribulation in their enemies' lands. If then their uncircumcised hearts be humble, and they and and they then accept of the punishment of their iniquity, then will I remember my covenant with Jacob, and also my covenant with Isaac, and also my covenant with Abraham will I remember and I will remember the land I promise verse 41 again and that I also have walked contrary unto them and have brought them into the land of their enemies if then their uncircumcised hearts be humbled If it be humbled. Let's look at this real quick. What is it to be humbled? Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 1. And all the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do. That ye may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness, to humble thee, to prove thee, to know what was in thine heart, 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 
whether thou wouldest keep my commandments or no. See, that's to be humble. To be humble means to keep the commandments. To be humble means to keep the commandments. So when we go back, I just want to touch on that. When we go back to... The book of Leviticus 2641, I'm coming on it. And that I also have walked contrary unto them and have brought them into their enemy the land of their enemies, if then they if then their excuse me, uncircumcised hearts be humble, and they accept the punishment of their iniquities. See, there's depth behind these verses depth remember in Jeremiah 9 26 it says the whole house of Israel is uncircumcised in heart see this was the proof this is a, this here is a prophecy this is like Deuteronomy 28 this is this is exactly well not exactly but this is the curses being read again in Deuteronomy 28 found here, excuse me, in the uh, book of Leviticus. What you'd go through if you were to walk contrary unto God. Point again. Uncircumcised is when you are in sin. The other nations never received the law. I'm going to show you guys something. In the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 26, it says, And ye shall eat in plenty, and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, that hath dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. verse 27 the kryptonite of the Sunday Christian and ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and none else and my people shall never be ashamed God says I am the Lord God of Israel and none else I'm not the God over all nations. I am the God of Israel and none else. Have your pastor deal with that. Amos chapter 3, verse 1. Hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up from the land of Egypt, saying, you only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your sins, your iniquities. Again, God says, you're the only people that I have known on this earth. 
Known means given the law to. Let's get another chapter and another verse. It's going to keep saying it. Don't worry. Psalms 147 verse 19 says, He showeth his word unto Jacob, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation, and as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye the Lord for his judgments. They have not known them. Other nations didn't know them. As a matter of fact, let's look and see what God thought about other nations at this time in the book of Isaiah 40. Let's look at what pastors pass over all the time. The book of Isaiah chapter 40, verse 15. It says, Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket and are counted as the small dust of the balance. Behold, he taketh up the isles as a very little thing. And Lebanon is not sufficient to burn, nor the beasts thereof sufficient for a burn off. They're not even worth it. He's talking here. This is things that you have to really pay attention to when you're listening to the prophets, because it's a little bit of of a difference between the prophets and the apostles, but it all comes together. Watch this, verse 17. All nations before him are as nothing. God doesn't care about all nations like people think. He never did here. And, 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 and you know, I, I in that swing, sometimes, brothers and sisters, when the New Testament Christian try to swing that it changed somehow without proof. That's where we come in to ask him to prove to you from the time you are teaching, from this time we're reading here, Isaiah 40, verse 17, all nations before him are as nothing, and they are counted to him less than nothing and vanity. Let's go remember brothers and sisters that um, we we just witnessed by scripture that you know let's find this because I want to get this out just prove that the Gentiles never received the law but I'm looking for something that's why I'm hesitant all right I found it John 18 verse 31 then said Pilate unto them take ye him and judge him according to your law so still the law is not for the Romans neither is the law for the Greeks as we're going to take a look at after this verse then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him, and judge him according to your law. The Jews therefore said unto him, It is not lawful for us to put any man to death. That the saying of Jesus, or the uh, Yahweh or the Messiah, might be fulfilled, which he spake, signifying what death he should die. 
and that was in Matthew 20:19. He should die by the hand of the Gentiles. Ready? I want to go to the book of Acts 18. And I want to start in verse 14. And here it is. It says, And when Paul was now about to open his mouth, Gallio said unto the Jews, or Gallio, whichever one, If it were a matter of wrong or wicked, wrong or wicked lewdness, O ye Jews, reason would that I should bear with you. So he said unto the Jews, if it were a matter of wrong or wickedness, or wickedness and lewdness, O ye Jews, that's what I want you to notice, O ye Jews, O ye Jews, Jews, short for Judah, reason would that I bear with you. But if it be a question of words and names, of your law look ye into it for I will be no judge of such matters Gallio just said that if it be a question of words and names of your law so these Romans were not on the law now if you think these Romans just popped up at a certain time, no, these Romans have been a different type of people in the Bible. I'm not going to go into that, but they were a different type of people before they were called the Romans. But everybody that looks at the Romans know that they look like Caucasians. Greek and Romans are the father of today's Caucasian race. They were not under the law. They're the they're your main, you know, speakers about what's clean and what they got some of their black ministers out here that what's clean, what's poor of course. Rome was not given the law not to eat swine. And neither are their children. But God gave a nation the law about them not putting that unclean meat in their soul. I'm going around here. The law was given to Israel and we still see that it's given to Israel because it's Surely not with the Romans and Greeks. John 18.31, Acts 18.15, that you're looking at on the screen. Let's go back to Romans. Let's go back to Romans. Romans 2, verse... I thought I'm going to read verse, I'm just going to read verse 26. 
Therefore, if the uncircumcision keepeth the righteousness of the law, shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision? And shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, if it fulfill the law, if it fulfill the law, if these that are uncircumcised fulfill the law, they, they were uncircumcised by nature. If it fulfill the law, judge thee who by the letter and circumcision doth transgress the law. See? Acts. Let's keep on moving. Acts chapter 15, verse 1. It says this And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren, and said, Except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved. This is what I wanted you to see in this verse. It's brethren that are teaching. The Jews, some of the Jews are teaching, except ye be circumcised and go from the manner of Moses. Now, automatically, automatically, in these preachers' heart, they already say that the manner of Moses contained the Ten Commandments. So, we don't have to go into detail, but we do. The manner of Moses, the manner of Moses. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 4. I just want to get to the point. I just want to get to the point. Matthew chapter 8 verse 4, And Jesus said unto him, See thou tell no man, because he was healed from leprosy. But go thy way, show thyself to the priest. Hmm. And offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. The gift. So, priest, offer a gift Moses commanded. All right. Ezra chapter 3 verse 1. When the seventh month was come and the children of Israel were in the cities, the people gathered themselves together as one man unto Jerusalem. Then stood up Jeshua, the son of Jehoshadak, and his brethren the priests, and Zerubbabel, and his son, the, uh, excuse me, the son of Shalathiel, and his brethren and builded the altar of God of Israel to offer burnt offerings thereon as it is written in the law of Moses, the man of God. So this is the second chapter and the second verse that we see Moses and sacrifice. This is the second verse. 
I just wanted you guys to know that. I'm getting to the point here. First Chronicles 6 verse 49. But Aaron and his sons offered upon the altar of the burnt offering and on the altar of incense and were appointed for all the work of the place most holy, the temple again. Sacrifices again. To make an atonement for Israel according to all that Moses, the servant of God, commanded. So again, Moses' name is tied to the temple. He's tied to the offering. He's tied to the offering. He's tied to the offering. This is the reality of it. Watch this. I want to go to the book of 2 Chronicles 33, verse 7 and 8. I'm just getting to the point, but I'm going to read verse 7. And he set a car, he set a carved image, the idol which he had made in the house of God in the temple, which God had said to David and to Solomon his son in this house and in Jerusalem which I have chosen before all the tribes of Israel will I put my name forever neither will I any more remove the foot of Israel from out of the land which I have appointed un appointed for your fathers so that they will take heed to do all that I have commanded them according to the whole law and the statutes and the ordinances by the hand of Moses. Now, verse 7 talks about the temple. Once again, the temple is the law of Moses. But the pastor automatically puts all of it together. Oh, the commandments too. But the Ten Commandments were before Moses. And brothers and sisters, I intend on proving that in a episode. All ten of them are before Moses, which means they were given since Adam. And if they were given since Adam, if Noah kept them, that might be the reason why he was saved. But you have to prove first that the commandments were before Moses. Just a little treat there. So, we went through these scriptures to see that Moses, to keep the matter of Moses and circumcision, also meant that they had to sacrifice. Why would they keep sacrificing when Christ, I'm, brothers and sisters, this is just important. Why would they have to keep on using the temple when Christ died for the atonement of the people? Romans chapter 5, verse 9 and 10. But watch this. Matthew chapter 12 verse 6 but I say unto you that in this place one is is one and this place is one greater than the temple Christ is greater than their temple He's, he was greater let's go back to Romans let's go back to and I 
want to go to verse, this time we want to go to verse 27. Read this again. And shall not the uncircumcision which is by nature, if it fulfill the law, judge thee who by the letter and circumcision does transgress the law. You Jews, we went back to Acts 15 verse 1. If you are not and I'm not going to make this long. I'm just going to make this point. If you're circumcised and we see scriptures like this, let's look at I told you I was going to come here. Matthew chapter 23 verse 15. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye could pass sea and land to make one proselyte. That's what they were doing in Acts 15, to make one proselyte, except they become circumcised and keep the manner of Moses. You Pharisee, notice it, the Pharisee, hypocrites, sinners. Sinners. Pause, pause it. Look at Isaiah 33, verse 14. Hypocrites were called sinners. For you could pass sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he is made, ye make him twofold more than more the child of hell than yourselves. So you make him worse. You, you, you sinners make a man worse. You preachers make a man worse than yourself. Going back to Romans now. Romans, going back to Romans, going back to Romans. Just real quick. Romans chapter 2. Verse 27 again, then we're going to verse 28. And shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, if it fulfill the law, judge thee who by the letter and circumcision does transgress the law. That's what Christ you got the Pharisee were transgressing the Ten Commandments, the moral law. They were partial to the law. See, God had a problem with them. He had a problem with them here in Malachi. We're going to the book of Malachi. I'm going to show you Malachi 2, and we're going to start in verse 6. The law of truth was in his mouth, and iniquity was not found in his lips. He walked with me, me in peace and equity, and did turn many away from transgression, which is what iniquity is. Verse 7, For the priest's lips should keep knowledge, and they should seek the law at his mouth, for he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. Verse 8, but ye departed out of the way and have caused many to stumble at the law. This is what the Pharisee were doing, causing many to stumble at the law, causing many to stumble. And ye have corrupted the covenant of Levi, saith the Lord. You have corrupted that covenant I gave to Levi because the Pharisee kept the law that was given to Levi. 
that covenant. It's two covenants. One covenant is the Ten Commandments, Exodus 34, 28. And I think Deuteronomy 4, 13, called the Ten Commandments the covenant. And, you know, I'm not going to go over that. I'm not going to spoil that because I got that coming in another podcast episode as well. But there are two covenants. You find this in Galatians 4, verse 23 down. So they were causing many to stumble at the law and they corrupted the, the covenant of Levi. Verse 9. Therefore have I also made you contemptible and base, y'all being ruled by the Romans. Y'all are being ruled by the Romans. I'm going to get a little bit of that. I'm going to dedicate just a few minutes. Well, not that many. But we're going to see that the Jews are subject to Rome. Therefore, have I also made you contemptible and base before all people, according as ye have not kept my ways, but have been partial to the law. Oh, partial. Partial to the law. Partial to the law now. Partial to the law. How were they partial to the law? How were they partial to the law? Matthew 23, verse 23. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye pay tithes of men and innocent coming, and have omitted the way to your matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought ye to have done. They wasn't doing the judgment. The heavier matters of the law was the righteous judgment and the mercy to the people and to reinstill their faith judgment mercy and faith but they were not doing that christ said this is what you ought to do and not to leave the other undone what is the other undone the covenant of levi working with the temple oh you can do that but you know you're not oh man you are not you you omit the way to your matters you hate you leave off. You don't do the way to your matters of the law, which is judgment, mercy, and faith. These what you have to have. These is what you have to have, brothers and sisters, in order to make judgment righteous for the people. Okay? So the Pharisee and the Sadducee or the Jews, in other words, were sinners. See, they tore up the whole context of Romans 2. They tore it up and made it what they wanted it. This is his true understanding. Shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, if he fulfill the law, judge thee who by the letter and circumcision does transgress the law showing you over and over again they were corrupting the covenant of Levi with their sins. We read that partial to the law, Malachi 2 and 9. Watch this. For he is not a Jew which is one outwardly, neither is that of circumcision, which is outward in the flesh.
He's not an outward Jew like you. The out, what was the outward Jew? What was the outward Jew? Let's go right back. Matthew 23 bring this up on the screen and I'm going to go to verse 28 Matthew 23 verse 28 even so ye also outwardly appear righteous outwardly appear righteous unto men but within but within the heart but within ye are full of sin which is hypocrisy and iniquity. It call, it's the same. It's levels. You are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. That's the inward you. That's the inward you, Christ said. Inside of you is hypocrisy and iniquity. You're transgressing the law, but outwardly you're circumcised. Outwardly you worship at the temple. Outwardly you deal with the priest. Outwardly you're doing the works of the temple, but inwardly, you're breaking the Ten Commandments. That's what you're doing. This is what Christ is saying. We're going back to Romans. Watch this. Romans. Two. Going back to Romans 2. Verse 28 again. For he is not a Jew which is one outwardly. Like those Pharisees, neither is that circumcision. Which is outward in the flesh. Let's see what that means, which is outward in the flesh. Now, before we do this, we're going back into the book of Acts. I want to show you this. Chapter 18. Acts chapter 18. Verse 19. And he came to Ephesus and left them there. But he himself entered into the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. You, it's a it's Jews. Jews have a synagogue in Ephesus. So the Jews dwelt in Ephesus. So is Paul writing to the Jews that were Ephesian citizens? Or was he writing to every Ephesian? Watch this. The Jews that were Ephesian citizens. Watch this. The book of Ephesians 2 and 10. For we are his workmanship. We, not all, we are his workmanship created in Christ the Messiah unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. He's writing to who? Watch this. Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh. That's what he's talking about. Who were called uncircumcision. You Jews that dwell in Ephesus were called 
uncircumcision. Over and over again, whether it's New or the First Testament, the Jews are still being called the uncircumcision. Paul is writing to the Jews in Rome. I mean, excuse me, not Rome. Excuse me, my, my train of thought. He's writing to the Jews in Ephesus. I'm so used to saying Rome, but he's actually writing to the Jews in Ephesus. Wherefore, remember that you being in time past Gentiles in the flesh in times past who were called uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hand. See, they were the uncircumcised Jews that were in the customs of the Romans and the Greeks. They were called uncircumcised. Verse 12, that at, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope without God in the world. So these were former Jews that were called the uncircumcision. But in Rome, see, they, they really don't use this one, but they use Roman. This, this is saying the same thing. Let's get back to Romans. Get back to Romans 2. Verse 28. For he is not a Jew which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh, done by hands, as Paul said in Ephesians. But he is a Jew which is one inwardly. Let's see what this is. And circumcision, that is of the heart. That is of the heart this is the inward Jew a circumcision of the heart who have we been reading about that have been uncircumcised at heart the Jews there is no scripture in the Bible that says the whole world is uncircumcised at heart Paul is telling these Jews as a Jew that the circumcision you're giving them, which is by hands, the, the, uh, the foreskin of the flesh, is not the same circumcision that I'm giving them. I'm giving them the circumcision that is for the inner man the Jew which is one inwardly and circumcision that is of the heart stop right of the heart of the heart of the heart let's go back over these scriptures once more one by one that's why I said I was going to come back to them so we will never forget the thought 
Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 3 for thus saith the Lord to the men of Judah and Jerusalem break up your fallow ground and sow not among thorns circumcise yourselves to the Lord and take away the foreskin of your heart heart ye men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem lest my fury come forth like fire and burn that none can quench it because of the evil of your doing. Jeremiah 6 and 10. To whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Behold, their ear is uncircumcised. They cannot hearken to the law. And behold, the word of the Lord is unto them a reproach. They have no delight in it. You have no delight. They're uncircumcised because they have no delight in the law. Again, uncircumcised. Mentioned again to these Jews. The Judites. Judah. Jeremiah 9 verse 26 Egypt and Judah and Edom and the children of Ammon and Moab and all that are in the uttermost corners that dwell in the wilderness for all these nations are uncircumcised and all the house of Israel are uncircumcised in heart. See Paul was saying something. See Paul knew this. That's what Paul knew. Yeah these nations are uncircumcised. Heathen. But we're uncircumcised in our minds. All of this, all of this, brothers and sisters, and even before I say this, let's go back to uh, the book. Let's get the meat off the bone. We want to go to the book. I want to say it's Deuteronomy 30. Verse 1. And it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon thee, the blessings and the curse which I have set before thee, and thou shalt call them to mind among all the nations whether the Lord God has driven thee, and thou shalt return unto the Lord thy God, and shall obey his voice, according to all that I command thee this day, thou and thy children, with all thine heart, and with all thy soul. Then the Lord thy God will turn thy captivity, but that's thy captivity, but watch this, and have compassion upon thee, and will return and gather thee from all the nations, whether the Lord thy God hath scattered thee. And if any of thine be driven out unto the uttermost parts of heaven, from thence will the Lord thy God gather thee, and from thence will he fetch thee. Verse 5, And the Lord 
thy God will bring un thee unto the land which thy fathers possessed, and thou shalt possess it, and he will do thee good, and multiply thee above thy fathers. And the Lord thy God will circumcise thine heart. Hold on. The Lord God will circumcise thine heart, the heart again, and the heart of thy seed, to love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul that thou mayest live. See, the heart was talked about way back. Over and over. I'm going to give you one more. One more. I should have read this one before that one, but at this point, brothers and sisters, we've proven about this circumcision of the heart that it was never talking about all nations. I'm going to go ahead on and prove it. I'm not going to say too much. Verse 15, Only the Lord hath delight in thy fathers to love them, and he chose their seed after them, even you above all people, as it is this day. Circumcise therefore the foreskin of your heart and be no more stiff-necked. Sin no more against me. Sin no more against me. Verse 17. For the Lord your God is God of gods, Lord of lords, a great God, a mighty, and a terrible, terrible, with regarding not persons, no respect of persons, nor taketh reward. That's what that means, no respect of persons. They turn that doctrine to. Stay tuned, brothers and sisters. I shall return after the break.
Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Before the break, we were in Deuteronomy 10, verse 16. But the point is, brothers and sisters, over and over and over in both Testaments, it's talking about the uncircumcised of heart. It can't be one way. There was an uncircumcised of heart, which was the Jews and the whole house of Israel, if you want to go technical. Romans 2 verse 29, but he is a Jew, still a Jew. He's writing to the Jews that are in Rome, which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart, the heart, the heart. Remember, to circumcise your heart means to stop transgressing the law. If you are uncircumcised, if you're circumcising your heart, it means stop transgressing the law. If you're uncircumcised, that means you're transgressing the law. That's what this is about. That's what Paul is saying. He's not talking about any Gentiles here. He's, it's the Jew. It never says. See, people can't it, read the plain word. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, in the spirit, in the spirit, in the spirit. I just want to go here. Romans chapter 8 verse 4 that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit to be in the spirit is to fulfill the law to fulfill the righteousness of the law that's when you know you walk after the spirit this is not talking about oh it was it's we're Jew by the spirit no you can't let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. The Spirit wrote. The Spirit wrote what I read back in the prophets. They deny. They deny all that was written by the prophets. Let's do this. Second Peter 1 verse 21 for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost so the same spirit that was in Jeremiah it talked about three times Jeremiah 4 and 4 6 and 10 and Jeremiah uh, 9 verse 26 all saying that Israel is uncircumcised of the heart. Back, I'm going to go to a scripture. Back to Leviticus. I want to bring this point out before I close. Leviticus 26.
I just want to make it to the point, but I want to read a verse. Leviticus 26, verse 38, And ye shall perish among the heathen, and the land of your enemies shall eat you up. And they that are left of you shall pine away in their iniquity in your enemies' lands. And also in the iniquities of their fathers shall they pine away in them. If they shall confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their fathers with their trespass which they have trespassed against me and that also they have walked contrary to me and that I also have walked contrary to them and have brought them into their enemy's land if their uncircumcised hearts be humbled and they shall accept of the punishment of their iniquity, then will I remember my covenant with Jacob and also my covenant with Isaac and also my covenant with Abraham will I remember and I will remember the land. So you're in the, you're in the uh, land of your enemies. You, you're in the land of your enemies and you're uncircumcised. When you go to the book of Luke, this is another one Christians don't like, Sunday Christian. Luke chapter 1, verse 68, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. I don't see how Sunday pastors just go past that and hath raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Same thing is said back in Leviticus 26. Verses 38 to 41. Optive 38 and 39, the enemy's land. That we should be saved from, and even in the New Testament, it doesn't change. We shall be saved from the in, our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. The Jews and the Romans were enemies. Let's go back. I'm just proving this to make the point clearer when we go back to Romans. Romans 2. We're going to go back to verse 29 to close this out. But he is a Jew which is one inwardly and circumcision that is of the heart in the spirit in the keeping of the law. Not the spirit, because we know if we go forward, I'm going to do this for proof. I'm going to do this for proof. You have to prove things to people at times. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. 
Paul says that the law is spiritual. The law is spirit. How can you do away with what spirit? That's why when we go to Romans, chapter 8, verse 4 again, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So, the spiritual Jew was not a Jew that, because he kept, you know, I mean, think about it. This has been what these churches have been putting past us for many, many decades. The spiritual Jew was not some man or not some Gentile or some uncircumcised that Gentile that wanted to just be a Jew by thought. That's not what it is. The Jews were the uncircumcised in heart all along. They were the uncircumcised the Bible been talking about all along with proof. Read this one more time. But he is a Jew which is one inwardly and the circumcision of that of the heart of the heart. Stop sinning. Circumcise your hearts. You've read it. In the spirit. In the law. And not in the letter. In the temple. Whose praise is not of men, but of God. The book of John. Let's go to it. Book of John. 12. Get right into it. Real quick. Book of John chapter 12. Verse 40. I just want to read down. He hath blinded their eyes and hardened their necks, that they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, and be converted, and I should heal them. To be converted, I'm going to show you what that's about, but I'm just going to read this. For they love the praise of men more than the praise of God. Who are these? I'm going to show you. I just... I I wanted to get to the point, but I want to make this clear. Who wanted the praises of men? Let's go back up to verse 42. It says, Nevertheless, among the chief rulers, among the chief rulers also Many believed on him, but because of the Pharisee, they did not confess him. They did not confess his doctrine, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they love the praise of men more than the praise of God. Now you know who's Paul. Now you know who Paul is talking about. In Romans two twenty nine. The Jews were the ones that had uncircumcised hearts. And Paul is saying, listen, the inward Jew is now circumcised in the heart. 
in the spirit, in the law. That's what that's talking about. It's not talking about your spiritual Jew. Oh, it's not a Jew that is one outwardly. It was. It's a Jew that is one inward. No, no, no. Let's go back and read the history. It looks different when you read the history. This is what we do at IUPR. We didn't add anything or take anything away. What matched, matched. What Paul was talking about was he was talking about the, the circumcision of the heart, not of the flesh the whole time, from verses 25 through 29. All praises to the most high brothers and sisters on this Sabbath. And may the rest of your Sabbath be restful. We're glad you spent some of it with us. This is IUPR Bible Podcast with your host, the Apostle Reuben. You can watch us on YouTube and Spotify. And if you're listening on anchor.fm, we hope you will join us next week for another podcast.